0: didn't know how something like an anaconda behaved in the wild. Frankly, my knowledge of anacondas is pretty much limited to the Nicki Minaj song. Welcome to this bonus episode of Gumption that I literally just conceived in my brain last night while I was avoiding working on the Taylor Swift episode. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I have this like chronic procrastination problem where specifically with like bigger and smaller tasks, like if I have a small task... That I can't bring myself to do I will avoid it like the plague like I will literally pick up new projects start new things do all kinds of stuff even overload my schedule with additional things I don't need to just sheerly in avoidance of this one task and nine times out of 10 it ends up being like the quickest thing to do that's kind of where I'm at with the Taylor Swift episode like we just recorded so much that I keep like dreading the editing of it even though It makes me crack up laughing every time I listen to it. So I really just need to get that out to you guys. But I figured I would throw you a bone in the meantime because I've been thinking a lot about Naked and Afraid. Let me explain. For those of you who don't know, Naked Afraid is a reality television show where contestants who sign up for the show are left in the wilderness. And I don't just mean like not near civilization. Like they are in straight up the Sahara, the jungle, the rainforest like they are in uncharted territory so they are left there with no clothes no food and no water and they get to pick like one tool that they can bring with them and they have to survive a set amount of time so in some of them it's been 21 days murphy and i just watched the season that's like last man standing so it's all alumni of the show and they have to survive 40 days um which I'll get into that a little bit more, like, the difference between the 21 and the 40 days, but I just find this show absolutely unhinged, and I wanted to talk about it on Gumption. I definitely feel like the examples of Gumption that I share on this show are, for lack of a better term, like, just more practical. (laughs) Like, I think... Gumption should be something that you can do on a big scale, like it can be a big life change, a move, um, a new job, like following a dream that you've always wanted to do, starting a business, something like that. But it can also be something you implement on a smaller scale in your daily life. So I feel like as I was watching the show, I was just like, oh my God, these people, they're either insane or they have the most gumption I've ever seen of anyone in the world. And I think it's actually a little bit of both because as I was doing more research about the show, I was like, okay, what is like the prize here? Because when they get to the end, you'd think it would be like this big thing, like, yay, here you won like a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, whatever. So I I looked up, you know, what's the monetary prize of surviving in the wilderness? Like, why would people sign up for this? And this is why I think it's even more crazy now, because as I'm reading, it says That only their flights to the the place they're surviving in. So, like, the last one I watched was in Colombia. So, their flights there from home, two nights in a hotel, just, you know, right before the show and right after the show. And $5,000 in cash to compensate for lost wages. That's all that they're given. Which I'm like, okay, first of all, why? Second of all, how would anybody even do this? like, how would you leave your job for 40 days or 21 days to go be naked in the woods? I actually don't know. But that's just, like, from a logistical standpoint. Like, why would someone do this? And as Murphy and I were watching it, we were like, what are these people's jobs? Like, what do they do for a living? Because that was kind of coming out in some of the interactions between the groups. And some people were like, the one girl was a wilderness EMT. Um, someone else was a taxidermist an extreme sports athlete a corporate fisherman that's not the correct term commercial fisherman is what i was trying to say so really like across the board they did have a lot of jobs there was one girl who like when it listed her job it said texas ranch girl i was like that doesn't sound like a real job (laughs) just say like equestrian trainer or something like that um But they all had jobs that kind of, like, aligned in some way with the skills they ended up using. Like, there was a girl who was a rock climber professionally. And obviously, that's very helpful for certain aspects of surviving in the wilderness because she had the ability to climb cliffs that other people didn't. But I feel like, sadly for her, the environment they were in just didn't have a lot of things that needed to be climbed. So I was like, yikes. I really just want to break down the fascinating microcosm that is Naked and Afraid, and now that Murphy and I have discovered there are nine seasons of the show and we just finished watching one of them in like three days, we're really going to have our work cut out for us. I might have to write, you know, some kind of research paper on this because... I just feel like there's so much happening, the social interactions between them, the way the groups form, and then the individual mental stamina that they have to conjure up throughout that trip. It's just so interesting to me. So let's talk about it. Let's see how this is the ultimate extreme display of gumption. First things first, I want to give this disclaimer. If I were ever in a situation where I needed to survive in nature especially in these extreme conditions like these people, I just want y'all to know that I would be dead on the second day. I'm allergic to nuts, so that knocks out one major source of foraging protein. And also, I just think that the bug bites alone would probably send me over the edge. There were a lot of gross things in the show, but that was the one thing that I was just like, I could feel like how itchy they must be with bug bites all over their body. And those massive jungle bugs too, I just feel like that would be horrible. So I'm not saying this from a standpoint of like, yeah, I'm on par with these people. I could do this. <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Anyone who knows me just knows that evolution would have taken me out a long time ago. Let's just put it that way. I'm not a fast swimmer. I'm not a fast runner. Um, I have allergies, skin problems. Like the brain, the brain power is there. The courage, the the heart, all of that. I have been blessed with many wonderful gifts, but surviving in extreme environments would likely not be one of them so i have the utmost respect for these people even though i do not understand why they would sign up for this type of thing i have benefited off of it as television entertainment and i find them deranged but i also respect them that being said i think one of the funniest aspects of the show is the way it's filmed so I couldn't help but think the entire time as we were getting these crazy shots of, like, them traversing the savannah in the 106 degree heat. And you could see, like, the heat waves coming off of the ground itself. Um, them climbing a cliff and it's, like, a down below shot and then an up above shot. All I could think was, are the cameramen adventurers too? Like, do the camera people have to sign up to survive? Because then, this is just, like, how my brain was trying to process this information. I'm like, if the camera people are out there, maybe not naked or afraid, but they're out there traversing the elements like these people are, how are they getting around? Like, would you have to be able to climb and able to swim and do all these things while filming? Or do they have like a little, you know, vehicle, like a, what are those thingies called? Um, Do, 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 do. What is that called? You know, those little off-roaders, like those you know, four wheeler type vehicles. Wow. I had to really search deep in the memory banks for that one. But if that is the case that they have a little mode of transportation that they can utilize to get these really epic shots of the contestants, that would suck to be walking around naked barefoot and you're literally fighting for your life out there. And the cameraman is just zooming by on a four wheeler. <laughs> Like, I just can't stop picturing how funny and aggravating that would be. So I'm going to have to do a little bit more research into that as well and see if the camera people, you know, are they dropped in by helicopter? Do they have to follow people around? Like, how is this working exactly? Also, each contestant has what they call a diary cam, which is basically just a night mode and day mode vlog camera that they can use anytime to record little insights that the cameramen do not catch. And I found this to be so funny, too, because some of them didn't really utilize it at all. Like, they would just do their little 30-second snippet interviews with the cameraman uh, where they were being filmed rather than, you know, taking, like, a selfie video, but some of them were using it every single day. Specifically, this one guy, Jeff, and Murphy and I just kept dying because... The way he would point the camera at his face, his eyes would be open so wide he looked like crazed, like a crazed squirrel that was speaking into the camera. But he ended up being one of my favorite contestants because I just think he was really like level-headed and he was a good team player. And he was also just objectively one of the strongest ones. I'm pretty sure this man caught three six-foot electric eels as well as like three stingrays during the last half of the challenge, which is insane considering he was in a two-person group and the rest of the contestants remaining at that point were in a six-person group and they couldn't even catch more than a lizard. Anyway, these diary cams were a really entertaining aspect of the show and I think that it should be a testament to anyone who gets nervous to post on social media, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, YouTube threads. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about threads, guys, but I'm trying it out. Just any time that you're being vulnerable or even just being silly on social media. I feel like a lot of people second guess themselves and they just don't want to do that kind of thing. And I decided long ago that I was going to use my social media however I want. And so I don't even think twice. If I look at a picture and I'm like, that is beautiful or that is hilarious, I'm going to post it. I just do it and I don't let my brain make me feel self-conscious about it. And I think these people recording vlogs naked in the jungle is really just a testament to that mindset because they don't care. They already know they're being filmed on the show at their lowest points and at their most triumphant insane points and they want to document that for people. So I think that's like one reason that I enjoyed it because I was like, wow, this is nice. We get a little insight into their daily routine. It's like, get ready with me. Let's go catch a lizard off of a tree, you know? Side note, it took me the entire show to realize that the necklaces they were wearing were actually their microphones. Each of them had this black corded necklace with a little woven, light wood colored, like woven texture around a center, what looked like a bead and after a while, I was just like, why do they get these? Like, they're completely naked. They don't have shoes. They don't have underwear. They have nothing. But they have these fun little friendship necklaces. Well, it was their microphones. And that actually makes so much sense because how would you possibly be able to record? You wouldn't be following these people around with a boom mic. You know, you might get, like, snatched up by a crocodile or something. So, that really just made me feel like it was a blonde moment. Didn't realize the entire time that They were talking into these microphones, (laughs) but very innovative. The team behind Naked and Afraid, I'm impressed by how well you concealed the microphones, and I'm honestly concerned for what you could do if you ever went into intelligence fields. The next gumption-esque moment I want to talk about in this show that I found as a theme throughout all the episodes was the different survival strategies as they called them so some of the groups depending on their composition like there was a group of three guys one of the guys tapped out of the competition due to severe dehydration and the other two stayed together the whole time because they just worked really well together like their personalities meshed and they were similar kind of strengths but they also just did things the same way and it seemed to succeed for them So they kept calling themselves like the apex predators or something. Whereas there were other groups, there was an all-female group that was three women and they were doing things very differently, but also succeeding a lot for a while. I think when some of the contestants merged into one large group, it was originally like eight and then it dwindled down to six, I believe. That was when personalities really started to clash and like strategies started to crash. But one thing I noticed overall is that the people who exhibited more spontaneity and like gumption in the sense that they just were like, we're going to cross the savannah today. We're going to do it. There's no other option. Our resources have depleted here. We can't continue to stay in this spot that we're in. There's a predator, whatever it may be. They made up their minds and that was their plan and they were going to do it. They succeeded more than the people who were like, let's wait around um, to, you know, For the sun to go down, for it to be less hot, like the people who were really putting thought and strategizing always lost in the end. Something unexpected happened, like they didn't just go for it and I think that went against them. And I think there's something to be said for that with our own lives and following our intuition because a lot of times we get bogged down in the thought process, the logistics of everything. Like if I were to do this, how would this change things? How would this change my daily life? And while those things are good to consider, I do think sometimes we need to just go for it and trust the feelings and the intuition that we're having. And I really say this in the spirit of things do not always look the way we think they're going to look. Like we can plan and we can ideate on how the outcome is going to look in a certain situation. But we're often doing that without the knowledge and the experience of being in that new environment. So just going for it sometimes is the best way because you won't talk yourself out of it. You won't like self-select out of an opportunity just because you're thinking about all the details and how everything needs to line up just right because it might not. But it also might and you won't really know that until you jump in Head first and try. Maybe I am late to the game on this show. Like maybe this is something that people have been onto for a while. I only ever heard about it on Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast where he brings this show up occasionally with his different guests that he has on for interviews. And finally, it just piqued my interest enough that I wanted to watch it. So if you've already watched the show, even one season, I'm so curious what you think. And if you're gonna listen to this and then watch some after, I would love to hear what your experience is like. It's definitely weird because at first you can't stop noticing that they're naked, but then towards the end, you like completely forget. Even when you are getting a butt shot from down below of like dirty men climbing volcanic rock. After all, this podcast was inspired by a movie, that being the acclaimed early 2000s rom-com, The Holiday. So I'm curious what other shows or movies you guys have seen that you feel like really speak to the concept of gumption. I think there's a lot of ways to go with this, like there's some very obvious action storylines that seem to be inherently laced with gumption, whereas there's sort of the more romantic slash person-to-person relationship gumption that I think is more so what we see in the holiday, just about taking charge of your own life and your dreams and your relationships. Um, And then the very extreme examples of things like Naked and Afraid or Survivor, where it is like if you didn't have gumption, you would probably die in El Bosque, Colombia. (laughs) Like, I think there's a lot of ways to take it, but this show just really was, if anything, more educational for me than entertaining because as the contestants moved through it, they all are experts on something and a lot of them had the knowledge of their environment to be like, oh, that is a poisonous plant. That bug is edible. This electric eel will shoot 1500 volts through your body if you step in the water while it swims by. Like, They knew so much about the environment that they were in, and I found myself learning a lot about creatures I didn't even know existed. I'd never seen what they looked like, didn't know how something like an anaconda behaved in the wild. Frankly, my knowledge of anacondas is pretty much limited to the Nicki Minaj song, but it was fascinating. And it was also fascinating to witness the way their relationships Carried throughout the show and who was sort of pitted against each other, how they formed these little mini civilizations and ultimately worked as a team to get through in the end. So, I hope you guys enjoyed my really completely random rant slash fascination with Naked and Afraid. And I'll have to let you guys know after we watch some other seasons if they were quite as good as this one that had all the alums really just going in for double the amount of time that they did in their first challenge and succeed. As always, don't forget to follow our Instagram at gumptionpod and we are now on threads too. Not sure how I'm going to use that platform, but it's the same handle. So drop us a follow and you can find some podcast updates on there and some exclusive content as well. I'm working on a little bit of a rebrand with Studio 1111 and you guys are going to see that coming through. I've already updated our profile picture with the new logo as well as our story highlights so I'm just working on bringing that all together so I can present to you the new look and all the fun new changes that there are going to be to gumption starting season two if you are here I love you so much and thank you for listening to gumption